This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome, everybody, to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm Woody. I am Sarah. And this is the one with the Q&A bit, the question and answer show, where you ask the AEW questions and we try to answer them. This is a chance for you to really guide the show. Yeah, take otherwise the, we're going to start making stuff up. Take the rain. It's really a show that's shaped by your thoughts, by your questions. But before we get started, I want to remind everybody to check out all of our content, our Rampage and Dynamite reviews, Q&As, topic discussions, interviews, and reviews and previews of pay-per-views. Also, give us a follow on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. Give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. And shoot us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, it will help us out a lot. So, Sarah. Yeah. Are you ready to try to answer some questions? I will try my very bestest. Let's right. go. The first question is from Coaster Rick. Uh, the question is, what is the most kayfabe evil thing ever said or done by a wrestler in AEW? Not involving Kenny Omega. You're limiting me. I've got so, a list of Kenny Omega stuff. No microphones. No no talk of, of winter is coming last year. Mm. That's off the table. Um, other than that, said or done. This can be words or physical action. Well, if we're going to do words, we have to look at MJF, don't we? <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. This thing with like Brian Pillman, man, like yes. wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. There's normally a line and MJF normally slightly crosses it, but I think he crossed it. It was about five miles away. Yeah. Um yeah. The whole um drug mother and <laughs> waving the... at his dad down in hell and oh my mm. god. Yeah, the, um, that, the that me- comes to mind. <laughs> The Methany Bethany line. That was oh. rough. Uh, the incest yeah. jokes. Uh, oh. Yeah. yeah. And, and like you said, the uh, the allude to to Pillman Sr. being below was, uh, mm. that was rough. Yeah. And then also, he threatened CM Punk's dog, Larry. Wow. Yeah. He did do that, too. Don't uh, mess with people's dogs, dude. Just don't <laughs> do it. And that still may come. Larry might get punted off a bridge somewhere. We don't, don't know. Say that. Never know. It's MJF we're talking about. Yeah. This isn't a normal human being. No. This um, is very true. That is immediately where, where where my mind went to was to that promo to that mm. that Pillman Junior night. Yeah. Um, that was rough. Uh, so I will name another one. Although we both agree. Verbally, that had to be. That yeah. That was it. Um, I'm going to go way back to 
the early days of AEW, something that it seems to be all the not, way back in 2019. Yeah, yeah, all, all the way at the way back machine, jumping in the DeLorean. We're heading back there. Um, Sean Spears. What about uh, him? When he hit Cody with that chair. Oh, boo-hoo. That that moment though was that was pretty vicious. And it, and it was and it was not just necessarily Sean Spears in the chair shot. It was a combination of things. It was Cody choosing and he made it the choice, you know, now we, we know he made the choice not to at the last second not to get his hands up. So he took that unprotected chair shot to the head in which the back of the chair caught the back of his head and, and gashed him open, you know, tore up some of the you know flesh there and he was bleeding. That mm. that image from the early days of AEW, that was that was pretty pretty evil. It had a very evil I love look. the fact that from that we've had so much worse like actual yeah. visual stuff. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh absolutely. I mean there's been some brutal things, you know, with different weapons that have happened, people falling off things, thumbtacks. Bar tables wire, on fire. Tables on exactly, but there was something visceral about, yeah. and I think it was. Is that whack as well? You heard it. Yeah, it was. It was it, a lot of the other times. There's been in a match where there's there's fire and other weapons and stuff. There's been all kinds of other stuff that's happened in that match too. Which not that it doesn't make that moment like the fire spot not stand out because that stood out. That was. was I don't think different. you could miss it. It was fire. But in so many of the other signal, yeah. <laughs> but in so many of the other things, there's there's already so much else going on with the, with weapons, mm-hmm. barbed wire, you know, to where that just really just stood out in, in that moment, and we saw it on replay so many times that it's it was a big moment. Yeah, uh, it just that and in his his him walking off, flipping off the crowd as he left, and everything. Yeah. Just the way that that felt, that was really evil, especially at that time, and it, and it still holds up now. Because you watch that moment on replay now, and it's still, man, there's goosebumps when I see it. So, and in saying that, I do not support unprotected chair, chair shots to the no. head. <laughs> get, get that was head dumb, head. Cody. Dumb. We we know way too much about that now. But yeah. that being said, uh, because that happened, it's still. It's, it's a an evil moment that just sticks mm. out in my mind. So I, I can't take think it. of any more. Take it away. I like well, I just keep thinking of kick, kick off Black Black is not head. evil. Kick, <laughs> kick it off Anderson's head. Nah. There's just um, um, He just tickled his face with his foot. Just tickled it. Um, I mean, there's Kenny ones, but I'm not allowed. No, Kenny, Kenny's not allowed. So that. That's okay, the, the books. Them turning on mocks in that that tag yeah. match, yeah. <laughs> I don't consider that even. If I can't go Omega, I'm getting them. Yeah, I'm putting that on the line with 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 Malachi kicking Arn. That they weren't being mean. They weren't being evil. They were he just his precious scope. Yeah, they were just tickling his head with their, both their feet. And mm. Whatever else, Kenny was just tickling his head with a microphone. Uh, well, Kenny needs to tickle his own blinking head. All right. Uh, let's get into the next one. This one is from Ted the Hillbilly Hill. Hey, Ted. 
the question is, what can AEW do to advance storylines or create new matches without the weekly interview interruption beat that? Um, give us some decent video packages. <laughs> um, some of the stuff that they like put on BT would be quite good on Dynamite, like to um kind of facilitate storylines that way. Um. Yeah, and and I don't know, maybe have actual storylines in the women's division that have a continuation thing where people can develop characters and, you know, have meaningful feuds and um, dialogue. Yep. And, and the thing, and you're right, uh, they're really good at, at pre-taped video packages. Um, yep. We've seen uh, some really good stuff that, you know, the Darby stuff. I know he films a lot of that himself. Too. Yeah, he does that himself. Yeah, but even but AEW stuff that they they've shown. I'm not sure. I remember back in the earlier days, there used to be some really cool Cody vignettes that would build things up. I'm not sure if those were Cody was you know putting his money into doing those for himself. I'm not sure specifically how that how that's done either. But we've also seen really good stuff with Lance Archer that's outside mm-hmm. uh, that's shot. You know, not that I really even thought about it until he asked the question, because yeah. but he's right. Like, it didn't really bother me before, but he's right, though. I mean, there's a lot of that happens, but I think a lot of that goes, it happens because in the beginning of AEW, I remember hearing Tony Khan say, we're not going to do the invisible camera thing in the back to where yeah. uh, WB does, and they take criticism for it, and I remember I used to hate it when I watched it when you yeah. would see something happen backstage and you're like, why was the camera there and nobody even noticed the camera or yeah. there like there's this invisible camera. It, it just yeah, you know, it, it's made to be more like a TV show and less like a wrestling event that's being filmed. Yeah. Um so I think that may have an effect and it, it that does somewhat limit ways that you can take storylines further because you can't do those tricks that yeah that were done however i still think there's a, there's ways you can do it like you said with the pre-tape vignettes um mm-hmm. just have interviews uh without interruptions i think you can have interviews with interruptions but if it's like more like 10 percent of those interviews are interrupted yeah not like every single time they do an interview on dynamite yeah. Yes, because it, it does, and I know it's not everyone, but it does feel like it's really like, like they were talking about ninety percent. Yeah, like you're really lucky if you have an interview not interrupted. It shouldn't be that way. Um, it's always or, so funny. Or, or, at the, or at the very least, have it if if it's a, a you know an interruption, it's not a beatdown. It's it's two people going back and forth. Uh, more yeah. like Um, more like the. Uh, like, I was okay with uh, CM Punk, Eddie Kingston. That yeah, that felt natural. It Even wasn't like just... like the Sammy Guevara Cody thing. I know. I said it. Yeah. Um, yeah. On Dynamite, that made sense. Those were different. They mm. it, it wasn't typical. Yeah. There was something a little special about it. Yeah. Um, and it, it, they felt natural. And, like, for a reason, not just, hey, somebody's giving an interview. I'm going to run in and tackle from behind. Yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe you can do something where you establish that, you know, a reason for a camera to be there, like, hey, 
cameras are in the back earlier and caught this, and I think they've done something similar before. Yeah, they have. So you could do situations like that, not just brawls, but, you know, we overheard mm. this in the back, and it was, you know, where – yeah. The camera catches something and you have a reason for it. It's not an invisible camera where it ca- overhears somebody saying something. Yeah. To where it yeah. does the same thing as what the invisible camera does in WWE, but it's not invisible. There's a yeah. reason for the camera person to have overheard something. Yeah, that, that. that makes like 10 times more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's, you know, where, where hey, AEW says, look, we got cameras everywhere. We got cameras all over the back room just, oh, in, like, case something, oh, like just in case something happens. For- like CCTV footage or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that, where you can capture something in the arena that happens. That and you can still have attacks on people, but but have it be captured, like you said, mm-hmm. with with almost like found footage. It's just yeah. it's security footage, and you see somebody getting attacked in the hallway. And, it, mm-hmm. and to me, that seeing like security footage of somebody getting attacked, yeah. almost. Like it would seem more brutal, and you could, yeah, you could make the punches and stuff look more realistic because it's mm-hmm. actually from a little bit of a distance where it's not, yeah, or you can tell they're not connected with those punches. Um, I think they can get creative with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. Not an easy fix because I know as wrestling fans, we're you know, it's we're trained to see things a certain way, yeah. Um, so if they if they go outside the box and try things differently, it may. We're not used to seeing that, but I think it could also be different because when I see something I'm not used to seeing a lot, I get excited about it a lot of times. Mm. Like, oh, that's something different. Okay, yeah, cool. uh, we don't see a ton of security footage now. Then they can't overdo the security footage thing too, so yeah. they got to balance it. And you could, as long as you throw a mix of things in there, I think you can still have attacks during interviews occasionally, and it mean a little more, or have interruptions where two people have a battle on the mic, kind of like CM Punk and MJF. But not all the time. I 100%. Agree. It, it just, sometimes it just like, when you see someone starting into Tony Schiavone, you're like, one, two, yep. and there we go. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. You don't want to become a parody yeah. of, of a pro wrestling show. And that's, we, we don't want to do that. That's what it becomes when you see that. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're just making fun of pro wrestling at this point because you know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Very good question, though. Very good question. All right. And we have a few questions from Slick. Uh, name one wrestler you want to see more of, one wrestler you want to see less of. Cody is a banned answer, unless you karaoke his theme for that one. And name one wrestler that isn't talked about enough. Okay. Wrestlers that I want to see more of, it's a very, very long list. It says one. It doesn't say list. I know, but you know me. I like lists. Um, yeah. One I want to see less of. And I can't say Cody. Well, unless you sing the karaoke version of his theme song, which I'm, I'm here for. I, I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I think we're all ready for an early Christmas present, right? So. Um... Nah. No? Um, okay. nah. Um, one wrist I could see less of. It breaks my heart to say, but Matt Hardy. Mm. And that doesn't surprise me, but as a longtime Hardy fan that I know you are, I know. That's that's what got you into wrestling. Mm-hmm. 
that's uh, no, that's going to be tough. Yeah, it's it's not necessarily him. It's just the whole Hardy family office, Orange Cassidy shindig that I just feel like drains my life away. Like I feel like I lose like two months every time I watch the feud a little bit. So yeah, yeah, not 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 great. Um, want to should we talk more about uh, Layla Hirsch where is she <laughs> she's brilliant where is she and you're, um, you're right we, we need we need more Layla Hirsch just because she's absolutely fantastic so where where, where is she um yep. and then the and, first she, and she one... and she got by the way she did she got really hot there for a minute mm. when uh when she was she was going for the NWA Women's Title, correct? Yeah. Uh, uh, going against Camille on that all women's pay per view mm-hmm. with NWA, and then she, she's gone silent since she hasn't been mm-hmm. seen. Uh, so they had a chance to strike while the iron was hot, but maybe there's yeah. there's a bigger plan they have mm-hmm. for her because she I think she's a, a big part of the women's title yeah situ- situation at some point in the future. Yeah, so. I'd love it to hold the TBS title at some point. I am, and then what I want to see more of. There's a list. I can't. Okay, deep breath. <sighs> Moxley, Eddie Kingston, Ricky Starks, Hook, Jade, Anna J, Ruby Soho, Ty Conti, <laughs> Adam just, Cole. Um, it just keeps going. Chris Statlander. I All said right, Jade. Yeah. If you had to pick Sting, one of those. Darby. Together. Pick one of those. No, that's my pick. All of them. <laughs> you got to pick one. Pick one. Which one's it going to be? One. Okay, I'm going to say this wrestler because I feel like like they need, um, like they should be heading at some point towards the women's championship and I want to see that in the next three years. Um Anna J. Okay. More of Anna J. But for that AEW you need to do more with the freaking women's division. Absolutely. What about you? <laughs> um one I would like to see more of. I will say Jay Lethal. I know he just oh, got he just got there. I know he just got, got here. You kind of seen more of him because he's literally yes. Right. I, I can want to see he, more he though. He walks through the doors and you go, "I want to see more of you." I want to see more. Give me it. more. Yes. <laughs> I was really excited to see him join AEW. Really excited. Uh, he got the TNT title shot, and then uh, he's been in that the battle royale for the diamond ring. Um, but I want to see more of him. So I mean that's that's honest. That's an honest answer to the question. Yeah. I know there hasn't been as much opportunity to see more of him, but I do honestly. I want to see more of. I want to see him in a story in AEW, a feud, a proper feud. So, Not Hardy. <laughs> it may be. Um, and if he if it's if it's a short enough feud and he gets the win in the end, I'm cool with that. Um, something to get him going. But yeah, I mean honestly, that's. That's my guy I want to see more of. Um, somebody I want to see less of? That's tough. You do not say one of my people. That's really tough. And I know, I mean, I would easily say Matt Hardy, too. Mm. 
obviously. Uh, but you've said Matt Hardy, so I'm going to go somewhere else. Um, Dan Lambert. <laughs> I go Dan Lambert. Um, I know. Just I know he hasn't been on there in a couple of weeks. Really, he's coming back since the pay per view, and they said he was coming back. And you're like, I, no, and I do. I, I think Lambert is amazing on the mic. He is good at getting heat from the crowd. Mm. Uh, and I've uh, he it, that whole that feud grew on me after a while. Um, however, him on the mic, if he's doing the same thing again, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. If he's doing something different. Uh, because he's talented, so if he's if he's using that talent for something different, and 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 it's still going for heat because people are going to boo him. Yeah. But it's not, it's not the same. Hey, look, I brought my MMA guys with me. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to go after somebody else. I don't want to see that again. So if that's going to be the case, I, I want to see the last Dan Lambert. Yeah. Uh, let let Scorpio's guy need the page do the talking because mm-hmm. they're both they're both good on the mic. So let that let that go. Um, as much as again, I do uh, super talented, but I, mm-hmm. just, I don't. I don't want to see the repeat because uh, that could easily turn into the Matt Hardy situation again. Oh, a hundred percent. So let's take a little while off before he pops back up again and have something new. Um, Watch it now. He turns up next week. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Very well. They say it's coming back, so winter is coming. Surprise! Yep. Uh, somebody. <laughs> Who should be talked about more? Kip Sabian. Oh, bless him. He's got that box thing. Yeah. That he's really doing. Uh, mm. And I'm not sure exactly what's going on there, but it's different. <laughs> uh, and I'm just, I, I think. And I say more people should be talking about it, including myself, because I don't talk about it a ton. But the little bit I've seen of it, I really dig it, man. Yeah. I, I just think it's, I think there's something fun about it and interesting and weird. Um, mm. It has a little bit of, and I'm, I'm going to sound like a hater here, and I'm not. It's a little bit indie rific. Mm. Where it's that, that, you know, what a lot of people were saying about Orange Cassie before he joins, like, this is, it's just some indie shtick that's not going to work. Yeah. Mainstream wrestling, well, it's proven to have worked. And you know, some people are still not going to like it. But I think this is such a stark difference to what he was doing before. Yeah. So weird. And if you can somehow tie this into something happening to him after Miro attacked him or something. Yeah. I, I just I think there's potential there. I'm just not sure. You know, I, there's better minds than than mine behind AEW, obviously. Yeah. Um, but just when I see that, I just think, man, more people should really be really be talking about what Kip's doing here on his own because uh, he's he's kind of creating this persona. I so. think he's going to be next year. We find out more from Kip. Yeah, probably so. I just I, just, I think that has potential. So. I could even put I've I could I would even put him in the category of somebody I'd like to see more of too. He could be right there with a Joey yeah. in that same category because I'm ready to see Kit back in the ring. He is super talented. Yeah, it feels like it's been forever. Because mm-hmm. I go back to the first official uh, singles match in AW history was yep. on on that double or nothing pay per view, and it was Kip Sabian versus Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. 
and I've, I've said in the past on the show, when I saw that, that the person that stood out to me was Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian stood yeah. out to me even more than, than Sammy Guevara did. And we see where Sammy's gone. Sammy's the TNT champion. He's obviously one of the four pillars Sammy's of AEW. changed so much. Yeah. But Kip was that – of that match, he mm. won me over more than Sammy did. Uh, so, I definitely want to see good things for him. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, final question. This one's also from Slick, and this should be fun. Okay. Can you recast the Wizard of Oz with AEW wrestlers? Mm. As in everybody? <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know that we have to recast every Munchkin. Were they? Were they called Munchkins? Yeah, Munchkins. Look, and I'm gonna before we get into this, I'm gonna just make it clear. I've only seen the Wizard of Oz once, and to a lot of people, that probably sounds like sacrilege. My wife made me watch it. We were actually on a camping trip. That sounds weird. <laughs> my my in laws have a like a large camper. They had a TV and had some DVDs. And uh, my wife was like, "Oh, it was late one night." She threw the Wizard of Oz in. So really, I'm on a camping trip watching the Wizard of Oz. But I watched it because she wanted me to. I wasn't. I'm not a huge fan of the Wizard of Oz, but I'm aware enough of it. So yeah, we're gonna do Dorothy, uh, the line. Scarecrow, Tin Man, Wizard, and Wicked and Good Witch. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. All right. So, should we start with Dorothy? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Ty Conti. Ty would be good. I was going to say uh, Juliet Hart. She crossed my mind, too. It does make sense. Well, I'm going to go with you on Juliet Hart for that. Okay. Let's do... Um, Let's do the lion. Okay. The cowardly lion, right? Cowardly lion. Brandon Cutler. (laughs) Cutler. I love it. Yeah. Brandon Cutler. I I I don't think anybody else fits it. (laughs) No. Let's let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go Brandon Cutler. I'll agree (laughs) with you. I agree with you without even thinking about it. Brandon Cutler definitely. (laughs) Just going around with, with cool spray. Yep. Uh, every time he thinks he's in danger, he just sprays it. It's basically what he does now. Yeah. Instead of like the line with Paul at people, I think, you know. Yeah. He would he just uses the cool spray. I like it. All right. Um let's see, which one didn't have a heart? It was the uh Tin Man. Tin Man didn't have a heart. Right. Okay. So the Tin Man. I I'm gonna go MJF as the Tin Man. He has no heart. Search of that heart. Yeah, MJF. MJF? Yeah. Okay. Heartless MJF as the Tin Man. Yep. Um, so now the scarecrow doesn't have a brain. <laughs> so who are we casting as the scarecrow? Orange Cassidy. <laughs> <sighs> oh, Orange Cassidy. Um He's about as like you know, like stature and um, movability of a scarecrow. Yes, absolutely. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of anybody else that would fit that. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Um. All right. So you gonna do the wizard next? Yeah. So Wizard of Oz, um, yeah. the great and powerful Oz, who 
seemingly this powerful wizard, but really was not that powerful. He was just he was just a regular dude, right? Kenny it's Omega. All, it's all <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Omega is perfect, but I'll also throw in uh, Don Callis. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Them um, together because Kenny needs Don Callis to help him. So, so we're not. We're not. Okay. Look. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that. We'll do. Uh, we're going to have an assistant Oz. Yep. Uh, we'll have. So Kenny Omega as the wizard, Don Callis as the, uh, the little assistant. We're just rewriting this whole thing. Yep. Um, so the Wicked Witch. Cody! <laughs> Cody is the Wicked Witch? Oh. Sorry, Slick. I'm going to go Malachi Black. No! Yeah. No! Mal- Malachi is the Wicked Witch. Well, we're going to have to... Um, choose one that we both say then because I ain't having Malika Black. Okay. <laughs> we just cancelled each other's picks out, I think. Yep. Hmm. Alright. So go go to the second pick then. Um, I can't get past Cody. <laughs> Neither can Malika Black. <laughs> Shut up. We'll, we'll see if Sammy can. Um, what about... Um, Oh man, what about uh, Vicky Guerrero? No, just, she's just dead loud. T- just to laugh, just constantly. <laughs> um, Jade, Jade Cargill. Ooh, good wicked. shout. She's pretty. Yeah. She's pretty wicked. Yeah. Mm. I'll go Jade. Jade. I, okay. In my world, it's still Cody, but in ours, it can be Jade. <laughs> um. Depends who gets to make the movie. If I do. <laughs> Yeah, Cody's the Wicked Witch. All right, so who is the good witch? Like, all the Nightmare family, like, um, the wrestlers from the Nightmare Factory, you know, they could all be the Flying Monkeys. <laughs> like, fry, block Anderson, fly. <laughs> now I can't get Brock Anderson's image on the face of a flying monkey. As a monkey flying monkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fly, Lee what, Johnson, fly. What is that? What does that make Arn? Is Arn trying to fly too? Arn's the chief fly monkey. The, the chief fly monkey? Yeah. All right. Wow. Fly monkey with a Glock. Yeah. Oh boy, dude, this. Uh, very, very got, dangerous Wizard of Oz, this. We got an air raid going on with, the, uh, with this new Wizard of Oz. The fly monkeys are armed. Yep. <laughs> We have a flying army. Uh, the Good Witch. Tony Khan. Hmm. That's really that's really good. That caught me off guard. I wasn't thinking. He brought his AEW, so he's good. Tony Khan is a good witch. We'll yeah. do it. We'll do it. So he's now called Glenda. <laughs> Glenda. <laughs> uh, and he's got a pink puffy white dress. <laughs> Are you are you gonna are you gonna tell TK what his new name is? Nah. No. Nah? Okay. I will do if he don't bloody sort the women's division out. Get it straight, Glenda. Yo, Glenda. So there we go, folks. That <laughs> is what you get when you ask for a recasting of the Wizard of Oz. Let me see if I can get this rundown straight. Okay. Dorothy. Julia Hart. Yeah. 
The Tin Man, MJF. Yeah. Scarecrow, Orange Cast. Yeah. The Lion, Brandon Cutler. Yep. The Wizard and his assistant, in <laughs> order, are Kenny Omega and Don Callis. Yep. The Wicked Witch was almost Cody Rhodes, almost Malachi Black, but ended up being Jade Cargill. And the Good Witch is Glinda, a.k.a. <laughs> Tony Khan. There you have it. But I would love, and I know she would too, we would love to hear your ideas for <laughs> recasting The Wizard of Oz with AEW wrestling. And I still think Cody should be the Wicked Witch with his flying nightmare factory monkey like wrestler people. Yeah, he does ride on a broom. He rides on top of the bus, like standing yep. on the bus, still fighting QT up there. So. Mm. Yeah, great. Telling you, I'm just I'm gonna have nightmares about Brock Anderson and <laughs> Arn flying with handguns, taking and, shots at me as flying monkeys. An, honor, an honorable note for Munchkins, just loads of John Silvers. <laughs> Good, good, good stuff. So y'all, let us know <laughs> how if, insane we are. Yes, and how different you would have this, because this could go all kinds of different directions with people's oh, ideas. So, so please uh, shoot us those ideas. Um, I know, I know, slicks won't involve Cody <laughs> as the evil witch. Yeah, he'll have Cody as the good witch. I bet. Yeah. Um, Wrong. <laughs> Um, so Slick, you owe me a thank you for canceling Cody out of that one with Malachi Black. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, great questions as always. Uh, always a fun show. Um, and thank y'all so much for sending those questions, and thank y'all for listening. Uh, mm. But be- before you go, please give us that follow on Twitter. Follow the channel at BTX the Beard. Follow me at Let the Beard Play, and follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. Yes, you can. Thank y'all so much for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, Y'all be good out there, be good to each other, and we will see you on the next one. Fly, Brock, fly! (laughs) Nick Jackson should have been one of the fly monkeys. Caca! 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 He's such an idiot.